Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last seven years, and the most rewarding thing is when I'm able to help women on their way to a promotion or a better position with another company. I'm here to help so many more women see their potential and implement small changes every day to make a huge impact in their career. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Welcome back and thank you for joining me for another episode. Today we are talking about feedback and this has been on my mind for a little while because of an experience I had recently right before I went out on maternity leave. I was reaching out to a team member who had recently started and wanted to provide some feedback as well as seeing where I could help prior to, of course, going out on maternity leave. And unfortunately, that communication went really poorly and I was very confused on what exactly had happened, why the messaging was not received as well as I had intended. And a lot of that was because it was over uh, Slack messages, which is a form of like instant messaging if you aren't familiar. And I had not created a strong connection with that team member yet. So a couple of things I want to preface before going into talking about feedback is that there are so many more components to feedback than just providing or receiving feedback because of relationship building, communication, all sorts of different things in the way that you provide it or the way that it's received. So things can go south pretty quickly. uh, But again, I always try to believe the best in people. If someone's reaching out to me for feedback, or if I'm reaching out to someone else with feedback, I'm always trying to believe the best in people and figuring out where did the communication go wrong or where was the process confusing What could I do to improve on that? And you'll know that you have good leaders who want to help when they approach feedback in the way of saying, hey, this wasn't done how I would have liked it to be done. Let's talk through the process of what my expectations were and what you perceived from that or what you had understood from that. And let's figure out where we missed the mark so that we can communicate more clearly and effectively going forward and correct this so that there aren't any further issues. So I always think it's great when a leader can try to take on responsibility as needed, but of course there are some circumstances or situations where everything was pretty clear and if there were additional questions that should have been asked, you would hope that the team member would ask those to get on the same page versus getting in bad habits early on uh, because they didn't clarify. So that is why today we are going to be talking about how to handle feedback and all sorts of different things in regards to feedback in general. So let's jump in. So like I said in the intro, building connections with your team is huge and that has nothing to do with feedback in the immediate sense. But when you are building connections with your team members, any sort of feedback, whether it's good or bad, is going to be better received 
when you have a good relationship with that team member or coworker. If they know you're coming from a good place, they will have so much more respect for what you have to say. And this can go for people who are at your same level above you or below you. I am always a huge proponent on providing feedback and constructive feedback because I want my team members to help me be a better contributor and push me to be better. So I do that for my team members as well. So because I'm giving it out, I always welcome that as well. And when I approach team members with feedback, they know it's coming from a good place because of the relationship and the connection that I've built with them previously to be able to provide that feedback. So if you don't have connections within your team or you're new to your team or you're new in your position, I strongly suggest building connections first and foremost, having good communication with your team and again, come from a good place where you are trying to be understanding of where things may have gotten lost prior to making any judgments or taking any further action from there. So how do you ask for feedback? I have a lot of female clients who say, you know, my boss doesn't really give me any feedback. And when they do, it's usually something that I've done wrong. And as a leader myself, it can be hard to remember to point out all the great things that are happening as well, uh, where, of course, if something is going wrong, we need to fix that pretty immediately. So it's quicker to receive some constructive feedback or uh, corrective feedback in the sense of needing to fix something. Um, But if you're working on a project or doing really well at your job, you can always proactively reach out to your leaders and ask for feedback. Maybe it was a phone call that you took or a conversation that you had Uh, with another team member or with a customer, any sort of interaction that you've had, you can reach out to your leader, whether it's in a one-on-one setting, if you have those formally, or you can just send them an email saying, hey, this is what happened this week. Wanted to see if you had any feedback for me. So it's kind of asking for feedback and like positive, constructive criticism, but you are also communicating what you're working on which is huge in the sense of wanting to get promoted at work or being seen for additional opportunities. If you're saying, this is what I'm doing above and beyond my role, or this is what I thought was helpful. And again, trying to ask for feedback as far as how you can pivot and move into different uh, areas of the same company, or if you want to have some additional mentorship or something like that, it's always good to ask for feedback and be specific so that your leaders can help you. That's what they're there for. How you want to receive feedback is big as well. So this is something you should set with your leaders or your team members as early on as possible. And it's something that I think is so easy to set an expectation for, but something that doesn't get brought up very often is, uh, team members, or even leaders asking how you want to receive feedback. I've tried to do this because I understand that everyone receives feedback differently or wants to receive it differently. Some people prefer to get an email with a brief overview first, 
and then receive some additional feedback face-to-face later. Some people want to be talked to face-to-face without any initial warning. Some people want to hear what's going on in a written form. Maybe again, that's email, have a day to digest it and then be able to form a response and meet in person at a later time. So however you want to receive feedback, definitely set those expectations with your leaders so that they can, again, as they are able to give you that feedback in the way that you like to receive it. And of course, knowing that it's not always going to be that way, I would always set expectations with my team members that I'm going to try to give you feedback in the way that you would like. However, you need to understand that sometimes I'm not going to be able to give it to you in the way that you like, uh, but I will try to as often as I can give them feedback in the way that they would prefer. So when you receive tough feedback and not in the way that you would have liked, where do you go from there? I have always found it to be helpful in the moment to simply say, thank you for your feedback. It gives you a moment to calm down and formulate additional response to that feedback, especially if it's more shocking or something that you totally did not expect. Saying thank you for your feedback is a very simple way to allow you to compose your thoughts for a couple of moments. And if you don't have a response in that moment, you can say that and say, I don't know how to respond right in this moment because I was not expecting to receive this feedback or this is feedback that I've never heard before. So I would like if possible to have a day to take it all in. And then if we could meet again tomorrow morning, I would like to be able to have a conversation and determine where we go from here or how I can improve from here. Again, that is most likely not going to be an issue if you ask for some time to take it all in. Of course, unless it's a serious infraction where something needs to be done right then. Obviously, hopefully you don't lose your job in that moment. But if there is an opportunity where you can take a moment and soak in that feedback so you aren't giving a very emotionally charged response because that can definitely hurt you in the long run is how you respond to the feedback that's given. Try not to be defensive when receiving tough feedback. It is an instant response to be in that kind of fight or flight mode and it's hard to not be defensive in regards to why you felt you were in the right to make the decisions that you did or take the actions that you did. So at that point, it is asking questions as to why they came to the decision that they did or why they are giving you the feedback that they did. So if you can ask questions and say, what brought you to feel that I was doing this incorrectly or where was I missing the mark? Uh, Where did I get confused or lost along the way? Different questions like that can help you to understand what part of the process that you maybe veered off the path or somehow got lost or confused. And again, sometimes that will take time where you aren't able to do that in the moment. For me, I am very much the type of person who likes to take it all in and be able to kind of digest it all and determine based on some reflection where I went wrong. And so I can go back the next day or a few hours later and have a totally different mindset on the approach of 
how I can be better as a team member when initially I may either shut down or be more frustrated in the moment and not be able to ask the necessary questions to be beneficial in the future. Last quick thing we're going to talk about is how to give feedback. So of course you don't want to approach someone and give unsolicited advice, but it's always good to be able to give and receive feedback and practice giving feedback, both constructive and positive, because if you are going to be a leader or in a leadership role at some point, you definitely want to be able to provide feedback and have it be well received. It's not always going to be a win-win. And like I mentioned, I've been doing this for over seven years in an actual leadership role and then in different types of leader positions prior to that. And I still have people who didn't receive the message in the way that I intended. So I'm always learning as well. But the biggest thing I've found is if you are genuinely curious as to why someone did something, that is going to be the most beneficial way to approach how to give someone feedback. So if you're saying, hey, coworker, I saw that you took this action or decided to go this route on this project. Can you tell me why you made that decision? I'm really curious as to what all went into your thought process to lead you to this type of a result or this type of path uh, so that you can really understand what they went through to get to where they're going because as a great leader, they may not always follow the path that you may have laid out for them, but if they're getting to the same end result or even a better result, honestly, what's better? So uh, in my opinion, if people aren't following your exact guidance and vice versa, if you're a team member and you're not following exact guidance, being able to clearly explain and provide reasoning behind your choices, I think you can't really go wrong there. But I have seen really micromanaging leaders who, even though you got to the same result or slightly tweaked how you approached things or slightly tweaked how you got to that end result or what the end result looks like, I have seen leaders get frustrated or upset that their specific steps weren't taken. And for me, that's not the type of leadership style I like to work with. Uh, But of course, you don't always get a choose in that matter. So being able to be in a place of giving feedback can be very helpful in coming from being really genuinely curious. So this again can be for team members above, below, or at your same level. And another way to approach this, of course, that's kind of like the thought process behind it and then how to actually give that or share it um, if you have specific feedback after you have asked some additional questions uh, you can always approach in the way of saying hey are you open to receiving some feedback or hey can I give you some feedback or share my opinion or thoughts that way honestly they have a right to say no And if not, it's going to prepare them saying, hey, I want to share with you some sort of feedback. It could be great. It could be not. Of course, hopefully you're all believing the best in each other and that it'll be provided constructively. But 
at least in that moment, they will be able to know that feedback is coming and to be able to start being prepared to answer some questions or share how they got to that end result. So those are a couple of things that have really helped me. Again, is just coming from that curiosity and wanting to know why someone is doing what they're doing. And honestly, when I'm teaching someone something, I let them know the way that I do it or the way that our team does it and let them know, hey, try it out how we are doing it. See how that feels. And if you find out another way of doing it faster or better or smarter or quicker, however that works, share it with me and I can let you know if we can all adopt that or if there's a reason why we don't do certain things because there are certain shortcuts that we specifically could take, but we choose not to. And I can help explain that. So having open feedback is so helpful because of the fact that you're able to have that communication and going back and forth so that people feel heard and that you're not just shutting them down saying, oh no, we don't do it that way. Explaining to them why we don't do it that way and allowing them other opportunities to continue to think outside of the box saying, hey, that was a great thing that you thought about. Keep thinking in that way and still reach out to me when you have other ways of approaching things. And I'm always happy to discuss and determine if we can do something even better than we've done in the past. All right, that's a wrap on all things related to feedback. Again, if you aren't receiving feedback in the way that you would like or receiving tough feedback and having a hard time because you're being super defensive about it, try to understand where the person is coming from when they are giving that feedback to you and set expectations or figure out how you can better receive feedback if you are receiving more constructive feedback than you are positive feedback. And I promise things will go so much better when you have that open communication and try to understand that when someone is giving you feedback, they are giving you an opportunity to improve and hopefully coming from the best place possible to help you be a better team member and be more successful in the future. All right, until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Next Level Leaders. If today's episode resonated with you, please take a quick screenshot, share it to your Instagram, and tag me at Nicole.Harrop. I love to see it, and it means the world to me. I appreciate you helping to spread the word so I can help more women. See you on next week's episode.